0: Guys, can you believe it? Episode 9 Yay. of Satini. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> eh?
1: It's almost over.
0: The penultimate <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Tonight uh, we want to say thank you for joining us. If you are on audio or video, uh, so glad you could be with us for this journey. Hopefully you've been part of the journey up to now. Mm. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about healing. Mm -hmm. and our hope for healing. Uh, Even last week Nganga, you were saying there was a sense of hopelessness at one point in your conversation and we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about hopelessness and hope for healing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that is uh, our topic. Just a reminder that this is a podcast produced by very ordinary people. I yes. uh, wish you could hear all the conversations off camera, <laughs> <laughs> off microphone. Yes. Things that have just happened. Exactly, yeah. mm. um, we're just very ordinary people, Christ followers, all members yeah. of Rec Road Church uh, yeah. in a Mamsum Go check out our website, at www.recroadchurch.co.za, to find out more about us. Um, but it's been a real joy to be on this journey. Um, we've been saying all along that what we're trying to do is Mm. to create conversations that other people can have. Mm. Uh, We've loved having our own conversation and we've let Mm. people listen in, but we'd really want other people to have conversations, hey? So we hope that this catalyzes conversations in and around your life, Um, in South Africa, other places of the world. uh, The situations might differ, but there's similar issues that need to be dealt with all around the world. Mm. And so we really pray that you do that, that you wouldn't just Grow in head knowledge, or you wouldn't mm-hmm. just be entertained, but that you would do something with this. And uh, we pray that this would help people to engage in a safe way around yeah. issues of race and inequality, yeah. and history, and hurt, and yeah. hope, and the gospel. Uh, yeah. That's really what our our prayer is. Um, yeah. Guys, we we are in the second last episode. Uh, what would you want to say to someone? Because I'm going to go to you first. What, what would you like to say to someone who's been journeying with yeah. us for this Satini journey so far? What, what, think of a Rec road member. I think first things
2: first will be to say thank you. And yeah. hopefully, <laughs> thank you for making it this far, you know. Um, I think that will be the first thing. And, and I guess you've sort of maybe also what I would love to say is to extend on what you're saying that, you know, mm. hopefully it will be helpful to start a conversation um, in a helpful conversation that people won't just be experts, because we're not, but people yeah. will really, from listening to this and, and sort of journeying with us, they'll see change and, and, and have huge impact in terms of uh, what's happening in our world and hopefully people will, will be impacted a lot by this, so I just want to say thank you so much for making it this far, and, yeah. mm. uh, you get the gold star. <laughs> they could buy a
3: t-shirt. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's been uh, quite a journey. I know there's still another episode, uh, the final one in this season, because I believe there is so oh, much more. Oh, you've hinted
0: that there might be another the season. season. <laughs> 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 there
3: might be, there might be, but uh, really it's been quite a journey and I would say to the person who's been listening or even viewing us that look, Truly, we are not experts, and I'm sure you have seen it, and, uh, but I think we were more like um, engaging with you. We appreciate for allowing us to be there mm. with you all this time, and uh, hopefully, you know, as we journey towards this, we, we bring something as a church. Uh, specifically for me, I would say that if we could just be bringing that thing that as a Christian where you are, don't ever think you are small, you can make an impact. Mm -hmm. into our community. Mm -hmm. So as a Rec Road Church, we're encouraging you and us that we become part of of the journey and of what we're doing to reconcile Mm -hmm. people to God Mm -hmm. and to reconcile Mm -hmm. people to one another. So it's it's something I'm excited about, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Wonderful.
1: Yeah, it would just be along those lines of, like, it is dense. It's not an easy subject. It's very easy to avoid and you know just move around to these difficult topics, but that's not how battles are won. <laughs> so here we are. And this has been a challenge for me. I think I've just grown a lot through this and I hope that if you're listening, being on this journey with us, because mm-hmm. this, this is a journey for us as well. This, it's a new experience where I've had a platform to talk things through, to think things through mm. and, you yeah. know, read literature on these things and not just have my view and my opinions. So I just hope this opens you up to those kind of things. Mm. And yeah. That's be well. the wheels of change, I guess. <laughs> Amen.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. What would you say then? I Mm. say too much. (laughs) It's
1: okay. It's okay. I I, I loved what you
0: said. I I just think it's amazing that anyone would even listen to us, quite frankly. (laughs) And and I want to give a shout out to Warren. Hello, Warren. Uh, uh, Warren, who who mixes uh, all of our sound for us. Uh, we're actually amazed every time we actually pull off an episode that we've managed to get all this technology to work. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. you're know, actually really grateful that people have been willing to take the journey with us mm. yeah. and just desiring that mm. it, it it enables, it doesn't it doesn't make people feel hopeless. Mm. Yeah. It, I think sometimes a topic can feel so complicated, you know, it's like yeah. I've never been a great fisherman. Uh, but my dad would take us fishing when we were small. And uh, you, you try and cast with a rod. And before you know it, you've got what we would call a bird's nest. <laughs> the line's gone bzzzt, and something went wrong and you've just got this knot. Yeah. And you yeah. just think, how do you unravel this? And it's sometimes easy to just cut the whole thing off, you know. Yeah. and And you don't even know where to start. And I just hope that people don't feel like These issues which can feel like a bird's nest. Um, And so we just avoid them. It's like a no-go area. Uh, And we just pretend that they don't exist. I really pray that Christians in South Africa in particular, that we would move towards each other. And and particularly in Rec Road Church, where we've got these amazing opportunities. Mm. Uh, Praise God for what He's done in our church. Mm. I just want people to take those opportunities and take those baby steps, as it were. Mm. Uh, And I know that there's a richness in God. Uh, There's Mm. nothing to actually be afraid of. Mm. Um, But it doesn't mean it'll all be easy. Definitely. So our topic tonight is healing. All through the podcast we've really wanted to have a thread of hope. Mm. Uh, the whole way through it and so it's great to be talking about healing tonight yeah. and uh, not so much physical healing but mm. more kind of emotional, spiritual healing yeah. Yeah. from the, the damage that's done uh, through our experiences and, and our past and our history. Mm. Um, so our first, our first topic for discussion is the whole, I guess you could call it continuum mm. between hopelessness and yeah. healing, or hope for healing. Uh, on that topic, I think if we, last week we were talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, we were talking about America, mm. and, and we know that what happened in that street is a result of history. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. not just an isolated incident, mm. but there's a history. And I sometimes think of America, I don't know about you guys, and I think they're like 30, 40 years ahead of us. Mm. in terms of trying to deal with these issues from a legislative point of view. Yes. Uh, there's, di- there's differences, but there's a lot of similarity. Mm. Uh, and I think if I look at the American situation, I, mm. I, th- I think of two things. One, yeah. time definitely doesn't heal. Mm. And two, uh, legislation cannot change mm. or heal the human heart. Mm. How no. much does that also apply in South Africa in our context?
1: Sure, Mm. a great deal, man. Just looking at this year, the few events that have triggered uh, immense emotional response from the public, Mm. and people immediately just break out into camps off. So the camps camps. appear? Yes. Suddenly you think we were getting along, and boom, Mm. this division is still there. You know,
0: we're yeah. kissing each other. We've won the World Cup rugby, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a month later, suddenly, something happens. Mm. Boom, yeah.
1: Division. It's you and them. You know, mm. so it's it takes very little to show those scars, and it's been so long, yeah. and yeah, it's 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 painful to see, but it's it is it is the the culture we're in, the the times we're yeah. in,
3: I guess. Look, I mean, like you were saying, uh, South Africa, we have. As far as I know, we have the best constitution in the whole world.
4: Mm.
3: But uh, with that constitution and all the good things it implies and it's yeah. supposed to bring to us, but we still have a human factor.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> okay.
3: And then doesn't really parallel itself with this constitution mm. that we have. and then So this constitution is basically not helping much because it needs people to work on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I agree. It's legislation doesn't really bring mm. a healing on its own. It's, it's not that you know. we, we don't mm. find a place for legislation. Yes. Obviously, there's yeah. a place for legislation.
0: Mm. Yeah, mm. I think
2: it's it's very important to have legislation. I mean, it's good. It's it, yeah. it definitely it good that good we, we have a good constitution, you know. Um, but even with with the time factor, I think one of the things yeah. that I always think about is that, you know, it, it was an injustice of more than 100 years. So I sometimes think we cannot be naive enough to think 26 years will be sufficient. So we're almost putting too much time yes, pressure on it? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. And also it hasn't, It, it we haven't had uh, things like Satini happening where we sort of talk about mm-hmm. some of the things. I feel like we've superficially dealt with those things um, mm-hmm. over the last 26 years. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is why we're sort of seeing you know the Brackenfeld, or I can't remember what the school was called, yeah. and seeing similar situations such as that. So, yeah. so like yes, almost these like flare-ups. Yes, mm. this flare-up. So we mm. might have time behind us, for twenty-six years, but it took hundred years, and it took a lot of time also to get to a place where nineteen ninety-four happened. You know, yes. uh, or even for the civil rights movement mm. in America to happen, yeah. it took a while. Mm. It took you know, sort of critically getting mm. into mm. understanding uh,
0: uh, the issues. So these are intergenerational yes. issues, they're yes. not one generation yeah. issues. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we really are, do live in an instant world. Mm. But I also do understand the person who's frustrated at the pace of mm. change or who feels hopeless mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in, in the lack of change. Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, the, yeah, so like after after our talks here, I do feel, okay, God is our hope. It's yeah. the only way we can heal. And then you're hopeful because there's nothing God can't do. And there's nothing he can't repair. And then, you, like today, I was, I was helping somebody with translating a document and they expressed mm. feelings of, oh, okay, so she's trying to help this person be treated fairly at work. Mm. And I'm just like, the fact that you have to fight for someone's bare minimum hmm. right. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have yeah. labour laws and those still are not sufficient to make sure that a person is treated fairly mm. just because yeah. of their skin. Yeah. And I, I, I sat there feeling so hopeless. I'm like, God, it's, we're like in 2020 and we're still having these problems off, you know?
0: Mm. So when you're faced with the immensity or the the frequency yeah. Yeah. Of, of challenges still in our country,
1: you just uh, t- it, it does tend to get overwhelming, and you yeah. so you swing between hopeful to just like this yeah. is too big. Yeah. So
0: from hopeful to hopeless. Hopeless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think many people can identify with that emotion. Yeah. I know. I know. I can. I, I know, know. There's too. been times yeah. where you've expressed that. <laughs>
2: there's been. There's been mm. definitely times. Um, I remember a specific moment, and I did share with you guys with what happened in in, in Cape Town with the mm. school and. Mm. Um, and sort of the political party getting involved in it. And I just felt ugh, like, mm. God, just come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, come, come now, now, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> i have just like, at that specific time, I just felt like, oh, I, I'm just too tired. Like, you get so yeah. exhausted from having all these things coming at you all the time. Mm. Mm. And especially me being sort of uh, politically orientated, but or not even, but I get a lot of people mm. asking me, oh, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just feel, sometimes you just feel... Exhausting that, to think, always
0: have to have an opinion yes, on
2: this. Yes, yes, yes. But sometimes...
1: Yeah. Are you representing the black
0: people?
2: <laughs> 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 but yeah, sometimes Tabeel is right, you know. Sometimes right. you, you, there are spaces where you feel like, you know what, actually there's, there's hope, you know. Mm. There's moments, there's little moments even in, in, in South Africa in general yeah. that you start seeing in our church and, you know, yeah. so
0: hope always sometimes comes. Um, If you think about the big story of the Bible, we are in the world, but we're not of it. Mm. Mm -hmm. And we're to be the city set on a hill, Mm. Mm. Uh, the light that's been placed in a place that it can shed light to the whole room. Mm.
4: Mm.
0: And those those verses are really talking about the people of God, the church. Uh, We are to be a people of hope. In Peter it says, always be prepared to give an account for the hope that you have. And, and there's so much negativity in our country, isn't there? Mm, uh, so I, I find that Peter passage really provocative to me. Mm. I'll often be in a conversation mm. and I feel the Holy Spirit reminding me of that, <laughs> of that passage because I could quite easily resonate with what this person yeah. is, is, is saying and, and almost anyone in South Africa can be upset Let about something from some perspective mm. yes. uh, and being hopeless for some yeah. perspective. Um, yeah. But we are to be a people of hope. Mm. Yeah. And, and I don't believe that means we're to be false. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely you know, yes. I've just got no time for having the appearance of hope, but mm. not actually having hope.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm. How, how yeah. can we actually be Christ followers that, that can be hopeful? And, and by saying that, I, I really mm. don't think it's realistic that you will always be hopeful. I mm. think. Yeah. We'll experience times where you feel hopeless, but then it's what you do next that probably matters the most.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So, sure. I guess it's just keeping your eyes on Jesus, hey? Because really, on your own, mentally, emotionally, there, there's no way. There's yeah. no way you can you can go through all like, yeah. the experiences, all these things, and, and come back and be like, Yay Jesus. Yeah Jesus. <laughs> it's it's yeah. quite it's exhausting. It's exhausting daily and I I have to consciously every time like okay, this is not on you. Hand it over, hand it over to God yeah. because yeah. really He is He is the only hope. And yeah. for and for a Christ follower I suppose it's easy to, to find healing there. But also we live in a world where a lot of people aren't Christ followers. Yeah. So you will be constantly confronted with, with situations of people. Are, oh, I'm just. Rem- I I remember at checkers, like a week ago, there was an old lady in front of me. She was fiddling with her handbag. I think there was like wondering something short on her thing, and she was taking long. So I'm like, I'll pay for her. It was an old white lady, and the till lady says, "No, leave her. She's rude." And I'm just like. She actually wouldn't let me pay, it was a small amount, but I'm just like, she's an old lady, but mm. she's so impatient. It, it hurt me so much that we you don't know, even see elderly people, mm-hmm. we don't see the people, you just see colour. You know? mm. So it's those kind of things where, where it's like, God must fix the hearts, really. Yeah. Yeah. So we are digressed. <laughs>
0: no, that's not digressing at all. Yeah. So
3: yeah. It, it, it's just an amazing thing to know this happens most of the time, mm. almost all the time. People, we must be ready as a church, first of all, that mm. people are going to try all kinds of things there to make things work. And then they don't work, mm. they don't succeed. Mm. They and can't uh, be sustained. They, they can't huh? be sustained. Yeah. Mm. Mm. We, as the church, we have to be here ready to, because people, they think after some time of trying something out there, then they come back. Mm -hmm. They said, hey, maybe the church will help. It has happened in many times, Mm -hmm. a person will be a a thief and then stealing and all that and then comes back and bounce back to the church and becomes a Christian. A person will do something there, being a murderer or something. Even this one, you know, there will there, be people who are tired of absolutely being racist, mm. if I can put it, who would love to seek some place where they can get a healing from it, mm. Mm. and the church should be there mm. and to bring this beacon of hope and a healing mm. Mm. in the perspective of Christ, yes. because that's what church does. As much as we could be saying talking the healing like the world speaks the healing, that we need to be reconciled, we need to live good lives, but for us we are saying it that this is what Christ says and it's got a way on how Mm. you can actually go through Mm. this Mm. experience Mm. and it's slightly different to what the world is saying. Don't you love the way
0: that the Apostle Paul uh, writes to the Mm. Corinthians and he he boasts about his weakness. Mm. Yeah. He's vulnerable mm. about his hopelessness, yeah. uh, his mm. weakness. And then mm. he says the reason why, that the power of God is made perfect mm. in weakness. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's only mm. when we get to the end of ourselves yeah. that we can really uh, rely on God, yeah. Uh, yeah. and and I think you know those moments where we, where we as Christ followers do mm. feel hopeless. I think it's so important to acknowledge that to not mm. to not be in fake, yeah. Yeah. you know, fake hope. Yeah, oh. you know, it's not about appearances, as we <laughs> yeah. said last week. Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, yeah. if you feel hopeless, yes. yeah. and to take that to God, yeah. no. but God doesn't leave us there, does He? Uh, And and I think being part of a community of faith is such an important part of this Mm. where Mm. you can express your hopelessness to another brother or sister or a community group or a trio or whatever it is. Mm. Uh, And you can have people not just all just agreeing, but rather Mm. having a different South African conversation, Mm. which is pointing each other to Christ. Mm. There might be a day where I need you to point me to Christ. Mm. There might be a day when you... We 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 appoint you to Christ. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's such mm-hmm. power in that. know
2: I've I've always I've always said to, to, to some of my friends that, you know, like sometimes they say it's a famous tag that I say sometimes that, you know, God God knows everything. You know, so if I come to God with, this is how I feel, He already knows. Mm. He knows that yeah. you've had that sort of hopelessness or you've had that sort mm. of thinking. You know, mm. He knows that. So when you're bringing it to Him you're just validating that you're saying mm. you need help. Mm. So you say, God... So it's about I you, really. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. like God, I yeah. actually need yeah. help. Mm. And I think we need to have more more of those um, where we do come to God and you say to God, you know what, this is mm. how I feel. Yeah. You know, I've had that experience where I've just experienced somebody being racist or being whatever it was, a checkers, you know, and coming to God and saying, you know, I need help. And mm. God, God has, has, has answers. Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm. And also, just on the healing, releasing that or expressing that is sort of freeing you up mm. yeah. for, for healing. Yeah. Because holding on to that, then it builds up and it becomes something very nasty in your heart. And yeah.
2: Somebody was just asking me because the word is sort of got out that we doing a podcast. So they were just asking what it's all about um, on WhatsApp. A friend of mine. And I told her what it's all about and mm-hmm. stuff, and uh, um, she said, "But why? Why are you doing it? And I'm like, come on! Like, yeah. there's no solution to this." And I said, "That's exactly why I'm doing it <laughs> because I feel." And, and a lot of people have those sentiments where they feel like, you know what? What's the th- point? What's the point of even yeah. doing this? You know, yeah. what's the point of doing? Is Is there even hope? Or, or and I th- said to her, you know what? I genuinely believe. That God is the solution to mm. us. Yeah. You know, we've tried so many things. We've tried laws. We've tried uh, commissions. We've tried mm. everything. And if you really truly reflect, you will see that the only solution, if you're really critical and think about it, the only solution that's left is the church, mm. and it's mm. God. We haven't actually included God in all of this. So, so the sad so,
0: truth is, mm-hmm. what we need is many more churches yes, who are taking yes, that seriously. Yes. So I think mm-hmm. that that is seriously still lacking. Yes. Uh, there obviously are many that are, but I mm-hmm. think there's many churches that haven't made a much much progress mm-hmm. here, where they're not they they're not really. Helping yeah. that sense of hope rather yes. there's a sense of hopelessness, especially if there's still yeah. segregation in churches, etc. etc. Yeah. Hey, yeah. um, so that yeah. that is a, a, a vital thing, isn't it? Yeah,
4: yeah. so and from uh, the
2: perspective yeah. of being sorry, to interrupt you, from a perspective of being a church leader, mm. yeah. so like what, what gives you hope? You know, cause I, no. I I think sometimes it can be sort of tough. I guess mm. can get tough. <laughs> you no. know, so what, no, it's what's, never tough. Is it?
4: Because <laughs> I'm just thinking.
2: I know we had this, yeah. this this one episode where we spoke about this. You know, what type of church we attend and why, and we're like, why? Like, what
0: gives you hope? You know, I guess. So I find uh, an irrepressible hope mm-hmm. in the gospel. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the bottom line, mm-hmm. uh, and I have a a conviction that this is gospel yeah. central. It's mm-hmm. not just some side issue. Mm-hmm. You know, you were just alluding to the other day that we've been reading through the Book of Acts recently mm-hmm. and preaching mm-hmm. through the Book of Acts and, yeah. and you look at the Book of Acts with multicultural eyes and you suddenly see, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, the very first church was totally yeah. multicultural. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, uh, the church in Antioch. Uh, the visible grace of God. Uh, The whole New Testament, uh, slaves and slave owners are becoming brothers in Christ. You know, it's radical. The the New Testament (laughs) is so (laughs) radical, you know. We sometimes think it's antiquated. No, we're antiquated. The the New Testament is radical. And so that just fills me with such a... A clear sense of conviction, Mm. I guess, would be the way I would. uh, And I know Mm. this is on the heart of God because I have read the end of the story that in in heaven, it's a multicultural people. It's it's one new man in Christ. Uh, Mm. And so, and just the absolute joy. I mean, we've got quite a unique staff. We've got one big desk. (laughs) Mm. You know, we've got a diverse group of people on that table. What a joy. Mm. to work wow. with diverse people it's amazing, and yeah. brothers and sisters in Christ, yeah. uh, to be in community groups, to be, mm. you know, for me, it's so much richer. Yeah. And it's what God mm. wants, you know. Mm.
3: I was thinking uh, what you were saying before about we need more churches that deal with situations like this and see these things as things that are a paramount part of what the church should also be dealing with. And I was thinking that, if there's a church is, 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 is ignoring this, uh, the, the, that church is gonna miss missing out from a lot of the blessings of God mm. in, in that particular church. Because mm. when you, I feel like this is, Jesus wants to deal with these issues. Mm. He wants to reconcile people. Mm. There is no running away from mm. reconciling people. For me, I'm even having, maybe a, I'm judgmental, I have a feeling that you will not be a fully blessed, prosperous church if you are not actually addressing some of these uh, issues that are between people.
0: I think another way of saying that would be to say Mm. that in any age and in any place or community, the job of Christ followers and the Mm. church is to contextualize
4: the ancient
0: unchanging gospel in an ever-changing reality and so for example in South Africa uh, the gospel is being preached in a country that's the most unequal country in the world that has a deep dark very sad history that's still affecting us today Yes. And so the gospel needs to bring repentance, the gospel yeah. needs to bring forgiveness, the gospel yeah. brings reconciliation. Mm. Yes. You know, in 2 Corinthians it says, we've been given the ministry yeah. of reconciliation. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that reconciliation is between human beings and God, yeah, but then it results in reconciliation between people. So for me, the gospel has to be landed in a context, in yeah. a time yeah. and a place and a history. Yeah. And then the gospel has to answer, how does the gospel overturn the brokenness? Yeah. How does mm. the gospel bring healing? How yes. does the gospel bring hope? Yes. So yeah. so really, for me, it's a non-negotiable mm. yeah. if you're a gospel-centered. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I think that's really the issue is, are you gospel-centered? Yeah. Yeah. I think it is possible to become political mm. yeah. and, and where the gospel gets lost.
1: This is, this is yeah. what I don't understand how this is now a political issue because this is about humans, it's about injustices, Mm. it's about... So staying silent in those and calling those, and calling it a political... So it's more that there's
0: actually some churches that mm. have almost lost their grip on the gospel and have gone after social justice issues so hard oh, that they've yeah. actually let go of the gospel. The gospel. Mm-hmm. And then you get other churches that say, we're no, we just about the gospel and we don't think this is about the gospel. Yeah. And I'm making an argument that somewhere in between those two extremes is probably what, what God wants from us. God wants. Does that does it yeah, make sense? It does. Yeah. yeah, it does. So is it a matter of finding balance between, the two, between really? the
1: two? Well, I
0: think it's having a full view of the gospel, that the gospel yeah. isn't just about, am mm-hmm. I going to go to heaven? The Gospel is about the Kingdom of God. So Jesus, we we mentioned last week, Jesus, when He announced His mandate, Mm. He had come to release the oppressed. Mm. He's come to set captives free. It's social justice issues. Mm. Mm. So the Gospel has a wide impact. So when you get saved, everything in your life should start to transform. Mm. You become Mm. a restored individual Mm. Uh, and then when you gather together with other believers you become a restored community Mm. and that should be like the shining light Mm. on the hill Mm. that the rest of our community look at and say give us an account for the hope you have. Mm. Like that's what we're meant to be Mm. Uh, and, and I think I guess my prayer has always been for Rec Road and yeah. my prayer for many churches is that yeah. we'd see such a remarkable miracle of reconciliation to God and one another yeah. Yeah. that we become like a provocation to the world around us and it's they actually come prophecy. saying, what's happening here? Mm. You know, we, we didn't legislate this, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, how, how, Why are you guys together? I'll never yeah. forget uh, in the early years of Rec Road Church, I remember yeah. having a community group in my lounge and uh, I used to often say hmm. uh, in the early days, uh, you guys, guys, do you know that there's no reason why we would be in this room together? Yeah. Except Apart for Jesus Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Apart from Jesus, there's no ways way yeah. I'd be in this room with you. Yeah. 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 And, and, so and that's actually a wonderful yeah. revelation when, when you kind of have it. Hey? Mm-hmm. So that's my hope. That's a, you asked a preacher. <laughs> hard, so, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, amazing. if you think about the gospel being yeah. the only hope, which is kind of where we landed mm-hmm. uh, with that, what was the early church like, that that first community that the yeah. gospel hit? Yeah. What did that church look like?
1: A very diverse, very diverse. church. Very Yeah. Good. Many, but they were all speaking the same language well, when the Holy Spirit fell. Yeah. But it was different languages, but they spoke and they all understood each other and they got along, they helped each other, the poor mm. helping the, the rich, helping the poor. It was a happy mm. time.
0: But it wasn't all rosy. No. no. except well, chapter wasn't. 6, they had a well problem. In, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they were this diverse group the, who were yeah, then having the, to deal the with the these
1: race, things. The, yeah. the racism creeped in, yeah.
0: And in Romans mm. uh, in, in Romans 14, 15, mm. you again, you've got racial issues, yeah. you've got yeah. inter, intercultural issues mm. Mm. Uh, on the surface. Mm. You've got leaders, uh, Peter, uh, pulling back from Gentiles a little bit mm, because nice. he's been influenced by the mob. Mm. <laughs> mm. And then Paul standing up in public and challenging him yes. oh, on yeah. his racism. Mm. and and then proclaiming our oneness in Christ. Uh, So I don't think it was all a bed of roses, (laughs) but the early church clearly was a a, a diverse church. And uh,
3: you remind me, right in the Acts, God is personal about this thing, about reconciling to Peter. Mm. Hence, he's got this vision of this dish coming Mm. in with all kinds of things. Mm. He calls them, these are unclean things I cannot Mm. eat. And then God says, nothing unclean comes from me. And so God is the one who's moving, moving along, and He's saying, mm. "Go to these people. Go to the house of Cornelius. Go. Mm. They are Gentiles, but go and preach this gospel." Mm. Yeah. And He goes there and preaches the gospel, and God and the Holy Spirit mm. falls on these people mm. in, uh, in Acts ten. And then He says, "Now surely the Holy Spirit is not respecter mm. of people. Mm. He falls on the Gentiles, and they speak in tongues. They are filled with the Holy Spirit, mm. and." Uh, to me that shows us God reconciling people, not just the Jews, or the Gentiles, God's, Gentile, idea, all God's idea all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What about this idea in the yeah. Gospel that when you get saved you get joined to a family yeah. that is very diverse? <laughs> Your coming to yeah. Jesus joins you to people that you didn't choose, yeah. you know, I didn't yeah. choose my brothers and yeah. sisters, <laughs> I can choose my friends, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> When you get saved, you get joined to God's family. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that's very true. Um, I look at at
2: myself really. I like, I, I wouldn't. I, would, I think I wouldn't even be sitting here yeah, if it wasn't for me taking a mm. or God finding me um, mm. and and becoming a Christ follower. Mm. So you get joined into this new family that looks weird, and I guess families do have problems, eh? Um, and and it does. It's not all rosy, as you said. Mm. You know, so. There are challenges even within one specific family, yeah. mm. but yes, we do. We do get joined to a specific family.
1: It's um, so diverse. it's it's always good to have that to, to remember that that you are part of of the wider group, whether you acknowledge it or not. Mm. Because um, there are saved Christians who, by their understanding of the gospel, mm. <laughs> they they're doing it. They they living it as best they could as as you know but still segregated so in it's like yeah I guess if you're not aware that you you on the wrong side of the thing you, you you'll never know but it's we are part of a large group diverse family we joined into a larger group but if you're not aware of it if you're not making those intentional connections. So is what you're saying that
0: uh, you could quite easily be part of a local congregation and when you hear family language you just think us who's in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas we, when, when we're together, us is such a diverse group of people. Mm-hmm. So the us mm-hmm. there feels different feels to those different. two groups of people. Yeah. 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 It
1: feels different to them. So suddenly
0: you could get to heaven and be very shocked that the house is much bigger. (laughs) Oh, you here! (laughs) In what ways have you guys experienced healing Mm. in terms of racial type of hurts, etc., by being part of Rec Road Church? Mm. Uh, And then also, in what Mm. ways do you feel, I feel like we've still got quite a journey to go? Have you got any personal stories where you feel like God's done? There's been hope, you know. There's there's been healing. I think I think for me personally, it will be, and I think I've shared this
2: before. It'll be um, maybe the way I grew up. It it was different um, to the way I'm living now, in a sense of people I call my brothers and sisters. Um, So that has sort of brought some sort of healing. You know, I grew up in a time where I knew Mlungu. You know. Um, was just a or something like this. And I wasn't even aware of maybe some certain injustices, mm. but because of mm. being in a family that is diverse and having friends and brothers mm. and a dad that is white, um, sort of, that sort of brings hope. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so for me, that, that really, you know, you, things like that give you hope, mm. that there's, there's context like yep. that. That you can mm. have that, you know. So it it, it does bring hope as to um, what do we need to do. Was that the second question? The second Well, question?
0: in what ways have you maybe? Is there mm. is there still more more to happen? I oh, definitely. I think definitely. I think we we've always said. Have there been disappointments?
2: Ah, uh, not really for me on my side. But I think it's it's more of it's a journey. Um, I think we've said this. Uh, quite enough mm. in, in in previous podcasts that it's a journey, and during the journey you get to pick things up that maybe you might be doing wrong. Mm. And I mean, uh, it's you can it's, try again. You could try again, and it's it's a matter of hitting the reset, reset button and then doing it again. Mm. There's still some some things that need to be done. Absolutely, mm. I agree. But it's a matter of we need to be. Can intentional. you think of anything in
0: particular that? be good if this changes or that changes?
2: Definitely, I think I think
0: going into each other's homes,
2: um, that will be one big thing, especially mm-hmm. for our church. Uh, also particularly th- particularly uh, people in our going
0: church. into homes in, of people in the township? In the township, I think mm-hmm. that's a big one because I've seen um, and people in the township inviting people to their homes. I, know where this I is knew going. that was
2: coming. <laughs> I know where this is going. I know <laughs> that's <laughs> it, that's <laughs> it, that's <laughs> it. That's <laughs> it
0: that's
2: I know
0: where this is going. So let's just say no, yes to both. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> both. Both,
2: points valid. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I think it's 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 a matter of, of that. Going into each other's homes, uh, having um, different different uh, relationships in some, in terms of I look different from you, you have a different perspective, mm. things like that. So I think that's one of the things that we can mm. we can sort of do, yeah.
0: Nganga, in, in what ways has being part of a multicultural church family brought some healing, and in what way has it maybe brought challenges? Yeah,
3: well, I mean, I've been a Christian for some time, even before I was here, but I was a Christian within my what do you call
1: Demographic. Yes, mm-hmm. I
3: was, uh, you right. <laughs> I thought uh, I, I, I took that as a black Christian. Yeah. You know, I'm an African Christian, yeah, and I was yeah, proud of it. Yeah. I'm proud and African or you know, Christian, yeah. And then here coming, I, I feel like, okay, there's other Christians who are not necessarily Africans, but they're also in the same gospel. And this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, I, I learned that, you know, look, we are all doing it. And this is what the Bible wants actually mm. for us to do. But personally to me is to get an opportunity to know some of the people who are not necessarily black, how they live their lives, their normal day-to-day lives. Mm. Like, uh, I mean, uh, how do you clean up your home? How do you clean up your hard, yard? How do you, you know, what do you do? How do you get so organized to do something? Because, because <laughs> yes, I'm not. And uh, I didn't grow up being so organized in things and all these nitty-gritty things, but when I, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm learning that this is how we do it. Of course, we both have 24 hours in one day, but why is he able to do more yeah. than me? And then that gives me an, an, an edge to say, look, I'm gonna be able to clean my own pool, cut my own grass, do stuff, you know, in the home and minister to my wife, yeah. you know. And uh, we, 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 that's another thing as well is that we come from a different background where we men we put ourselves first, yeah. mm. and then here we come and says no, that's not necessarily true. We can put women first. Mm. You know, when we come to eat, we, women can come first and we minister to our women, we do things in a bit different way than the way that you grew up and you embrace it mm. and it brings healing to you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. you can only become a better person. And I, I find that in these ten years that I've been here, uh, I've become that better person to be able to embrace change. And mm. that to me, is a, it means a lot.
0: I don't you think yeah. that every culture has got mm. aspects of it that are uh, yeah. positive Gospels? If you think of the Gospel, they yeah. they are kind of aligned with the Gospel. Yeah. Every yeah. culture has got yeah. aspects of it that it's mm. it's just it's just neutral, it's not yeah. positive or negative. Yeah. And then every go- culture has got things that are... Kind of contrary to the gospel. Mm-hmm. I think what the, one of the richnesses or the yes. healings and the things that adds to us is yeah. uh, I've loved uh, understanding a Zulu worldview when it comes yeah. to family yeah. and community yeah. and yeah. it's so opposite to individualism mm-hmm. and, and yes. self-centeredness yes. and it's so much closer to the gospel yeah. yes. uh, and, and I've learned, I've been enriched by those, mm-hmm. I've, been in, I've been challenged by, by, mm-hmm. by, by mm-hmm. that um, and then obviously I can see aspects in, in my Zulu friends culture that I yeah. think, this is really against the gospel here. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's very obvious to, yes. to, to me as, a, as an outsider. Oh, outsider. Mm. And that can be a grace to someone else. Yeah, yeah. And, but that's an enriching, it's, it's a hopeful, yeah. it's an enriching, helpful thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, Tabilla, you are going to say something.
1: No, just on, um, on healing, I think. For me, I think I've mentioned it before, like my only interactions with um, White people was in, in a workplace where it's somebody who could fire you, you know, <laughs> those kind of so things. So it was a power
0: relationship. Yeah, mm. kind of
1: thing, like respect, don't speak up, like be seen, not heard, type of thing. And so here I've, ha- I've gotten to experience, well, personal relationships mm. with mm. people where I stopped. Them as white people, and actually, so the
0: stereotype drops away, and you yeah. see the yeah. person, huh?
1: and the defensiveness as well. Because I was just always like, Why is everybody trying to get to know me here? <laughs> 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 but it's like, This is, these are my brothers and sisters in yeah. Christ, yeah. this is normal behavior in, in, in a church, you know. Mm. And I had to release that and allow, yeah room for the new friends I have. <laughs> yeah.
2: I also think maybe to yeah. add one more thing for, for, for me also personally is, you know, when you, when, when you start attending a church like ours, and I'm not saying we're perfect, there's a power that it, it impacts pe- people beyond me. Like mm. I'll take my family for instance. Gareth, you know, when I became a Christian, <laughs> like the whole world almost came to an end for my family, mm. you know. <laughs> but seeing them then and now, that's mm. like this wouldn't have been possible mm. if it wasn't for God and the church, sure. you know. Yeah, so it yeah. brings that sort of healing even in that. So the healing
0: doesn't just stop at a personal mm. level, but it impacts others around yes, you yes. and things yes. like that. Eh? Yeah. If I think about healing and hope versus hopelessness, mm. um, yeah. I think lament is a really important thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, when we feel hopeless about something, mm.
4: yeah.
0: to take that to God, mm. to, to not deny the feeling, but to give expression to that, that feeling of lament mm. and hopelessness or sorrow over what you've just witnessed or experienced, yeah. and to take that to God in a lament, kind of much mm. like the Psalms, mm. yeah. where it's like a, a pouring out of your heart to God. Yeah. Um, and then getting god's sustaining grace, getting his perspective, having his infilling again, getting his direction, what should I do next? Mm, you know what yeah. I mean sometimes it's a situation that's come and gone, and those two people aren't going to be in the same place again, or you know but but the memory's kind of still with you you know mm. like uh and I think lament and repentance, forgiveness uh these are super, super important things for us to get past hopelessness mm. uh, and into mm. healing. healing yeah. uh, I feel like the issue of forgiveness is, is a mm. really, yeah. really difficult topic, mm. but an important topic mm. uh, for, for, for healing. Uh, I believe if you don't mm. forgive, your healing can't start. Um, mm.
3: For
2: sure. Forgiveness is the biggest thing that you, you, have, you have to do. You know, um, until you've forgiven, forgiven someone, you don't you don't even start the process of healing. Mm. I don't think you you'll ever even get mm. to to healing if you haven't, because you always sort of hold on to those raw emotions and and yeah. and, and, and and hurts until you've forgiven the person. Yeah, you know? um, and yeah.
0: When you haven't forgiven, it's almost like you're letting that thing or that person keep hurting you. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think it's Rick Warren famously said about forgiveness. He mm. said, "When you forgive mm. someone, you set a prisoner free, mm. and then yeah. you realise the prisoner was me." Mm. Mm.
1: It's
3: powerful. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think Mandela is something also he said about uh, him leaving the the prison, he, and uh, choosing to forgive that. He left all that bitterness inside the prison and he came out as him uh-huh. as he comes from the mm. from the islands uh-huh. to here. Yeah. He left all those issues inside there. He left uh-huh. the unforgiveness uh-huh. in there. And uh, he was coming to people to to start a, a new country to be there as a person who's going to work a way of peace, uh-huh. not having a, an unforgiveness inside of
1: him. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Th- sometimes um, I know some Christians think that if, if you don't hold a grudge or you don't wish the person ill, then that's all the work that needs mm. to be done. Mm. But you literally have to release it. Like, Actually intentionally bo- do it. Yes, yeah. yes, intentionally. It's not like um, not doing anything will fix it. It's not going to fix itself. It's not going to go away. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I'm just wondering in a case where, like how would you then do it in, in, in a context of South Africa? Because I do sometimes feel as if there needs to be forgiveness on, on certain issues, you know? Um, like let's say a black person, sometimes I've, I've had a conversation with a with white person who said to me, do you, do you black guys, sort of generalizing, mm. do you black guys want us white guys to come and say we're sorry? And at that specific time talking to the person, I said, yes. I think that would be nice. So, in a sense, it was sort of a, a, a. My answer wasn't really, I didn't think it through, really. It was just like, that's a, that's a mm-hmm. thing I felt mm-hmm. at that given time. So, how would you then, because forgiveness, I feel like it's one of those things that are lacking in South Africa, but how would you then sort of physically do it, you know? I'm just posing a question, really.
1: So, forgiveness is something you do for you. Sometimes, I mean, there's been lots of times when I've had to forgive people who didn't even say sorry. Mm. Who They don't me. even know. They don't mm. even know, no. you know. Mm. So it's, it's something that you do for you so that there's no heaviness in your heart. Because Proverbs God your heart. Everything mm. you do flow mm. from. So if you hold these things and, you know, they haunt you.
0: Yes, yes. Mm. So I mean, we could do a whole evening on forgiveness. (laughs) Uh, I think it's one of the things that Christians find the hardest to do. Mm. And I I think Mm. I know why. Uh, Because you never need to forgive unless you've really been hurt. If you haven't been hurt, you don't need to forgive. Mm -hmm. So there's a real thing, you know what I mean? Uh, And and it's painful. Um, I think... We make a massive error when we think the person has to earn our forgiveness. Because mm. if you're waiting yeah. for someone to earn your forgiveness, you'll probably not mm. get You've to forgiveness that time. often. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. Forgiveness is not the same as reconciliation. Mm. Yeah. Forgiveness is required for reconciliation to be possible. But forgiveness is actually, as Sitabila said, forgiveness is actually about obedience to God. Mm. Forgive just as in Christ mm. I forgave you. Mm. Uh, so we forgive out of obedience to God, but we oh. also forgive out of a pragmatic, I know my healing can't stop, a yes. start until this, this is kind of cut off from impacting mm. me. I think the mm. challenge with for, for forgiveness, especially when it comes to say racial incidents or mm. whatever, is mm. if they're happening almost daily, that hopelessness can come in and you can kind of feel like nothing's changing. But it's actually more about not changing the world, but rather changing the world's impact on your heart. Mm -hmm. And that changes the world. Mm -hmm. A a changed heart. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. On the topic of should white South African, should I apologize to you? Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is a massive topic in Mm -hmm. terms of uh, do do I represent all white people, etc., mm. etc. Cetera, et cetera, or am yes. I? Uh, should I apologise for things I have done? Mm. Uh, I can tell you that in in our office uh, over mm. the last year, there's been a couple of times where I've said sorry <laughs> to Sita Bila and She's like, "Why are you saying sorry?" But yeah. actually, I actually want to say sorry mm. because I feel mm. like I want to represent the. I'm acknowledging the hurt that I'm hearing, mm. and I At want to point, respond say, to
1: it. He did say on behalf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> representing it eh? <laughs> and, and
0: I, I do believe that yeah. to some degree that that is appropriate. Yes. I don't think you can make a blanket statement yeah. about it. Yeah. I think if you have hurt someone or if you've mistreated someone or if you yes. then you should repent. Yeah. Clear, no yeah. problem. I think in terms of do you repent for 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 what do you repent? <laughs> you know like yeah. I, I you know. I don't, again, I wouldn't make a rule about it, mm. but there are no. moments, mm. you know, when when my brother, when my sister goes through yes. something and I hear of that, I feel lament mm. Mm. and I think that's appropriate. You know, the Bible's analogy is you're a body. If, yes. if, if the toe hurts, the whole body hurts. Mm. Yeah. So if my brother or sister are hurting, that should impact me mm. and mm. I should... I think it's appropriate to to express remorse over the fact that this has even happened. Mm. Mm. Or that you have experienced that. And and that's not actually done out of guilt. Mm. Mm. It's more done out of empathy.
1: Mm. Definitely.
3: Mm. I think also the other thing people, they mistake about forgiveness is Forgiveness is not forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. You don't wipe your memory of what has happened. You still have an obligation or as a a moral obligation to deal with the effects of what has happened. Mm. So to forgive you is not you are throwing the towel and walking away from the situation, but you get rid of the burden that is in you. Mm. That is actually making you not to be able to even deal with this situation. In a more Mm. open way, Mm. because you still have this burden yourself. How can Mm. you then, if you still suffer this burden, be able to even deal with it? You know, so that is a kind of a thing when you forgive, you forgive as far as you are concerned, so that you can be able to effectively and efficiently get involved in a more fair way, or Mm. else you're going to be everyone is going to like the nail issue. You have a hammer, and you're going to be. Mm. Hammering everything in front of you. <laughs> yes. But also yeah. the
1: another important thing to remember is mm. that um, we are human and sometimes you will need strength from God. You'll need God to help you forgive some people. Mm. It's not it's not an it's easy not human, thing yeah. where you just yes. yeah. yeah. So you You just surrender it all. You just go like, God, I'm having a hard time. you past this, you know.
0: And that's part of lament, even, Uh, Mm. acknowledging that.
1: Acknowledging Mm. that it's difficult, Mm. that it it hurts, it's, you know. But staying silent and and not cleaning out your heart and just pouring (laughs) it out before God. (laughs) That's the danger, yeah.
0: So you said an important thing there. The place to pour your heart out is first mm. to God, God. Yeah, yeah. not not your Instagram account or your. <laughs> do you, do <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or, or even on this person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pour your heart out to God. Uh, then, then, so important to not just be able to pour your heart out to God, but to to share with others mm-hmm. yeah. who can walk alongside of you, who mm-hmm. can help you. Um mm-hmm. I think that's such an important thing, hey, to be able to get the perspective of others because sometimes okay. we've added up one plus one and we've gotten twenty two but it's actually <laughs> yeah. two yeah. Uh, and and we can jump to conclusions, especially where there's hurt our, yeah. our emotions so cloud easy. our vision you know yeah. we've we've said these things in the yeah. podcast, hey mm.
4: um,
0: What would you say in closing what what would you say to your fellow rec road brother or sister in Christ when it comes to to hopelessness and healing? What would you be urging them to do? And obviously we've touched on some things already. But any additional thoughts? I think it's never to lose sight of of
2: the hope that we have, which Mm. is Christ in us. Mm. You know, so in in the midst of issues. And how do you not lose sight? Ah, you just keep praying first, um, and then sort of having relationships Mm. uh, of this nature where you have different dynamics to, 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 to your relationship, you know? Uh, black, mm. white, Indian, and uh, you know, different cultures and stuff like that. That's the first thing, and then that's the second thing. Um, but never sort of read your Bible mm. and, and start mm. seeing those things, you know? We, we're not experts. Mm. All we've been mm. saying really and truly over the last eight, nine episodes is really in scripture. So, our hope is in Scripture and in God and asking and continuously yeah. asking the Holy Spirit to to help you. I know I've stepped in where I say, oh gosh, you know, we spoke about we're all recovering racist. I know I have those moments, yeah. uh, you know, so it's never to lose sight um, of God, really, and, and keep on. Pressing into God and I know sometimes we over say those things, but they need to be oversaid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, okay, we cannot over say them enough, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's about just looking at God all the time and God 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 is good all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Just yeah lamenting we've said mm-hmm. so that's key yeah. because um, allowing yourself to be vulnerable before God Mm. will help you see even areas that you didn't think needed healing Mm. because sometimes we're so good at suppressing hurts and stuff that you don't realize that you're walking around with all these mountains Mm. Um, but yeah the right place to do it is to lament before God and having conversations that that hope conversations like these Mm. that um, that allow you to to look at things differently from a different point of view, mm-hmm. different perspective. Like put, see people for who they are, not as stereotypes mm-hmm. or preconceived ideas, mm-hmm. and yeah. Like
3: we, 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 we said in the beginning uh, of the first episode, we are created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. We make a day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, As long as you have that inside of you that lies inside of you, God's image, you are worth of Mm. His grace, you are worth of His love. Mm. Mm. That's where the healing begins. Mm. Your value and the other person's values.
0: Guys, our time is up. but uh, so great to talk about this topic of healing you mm. know I, my prayer would be for for us for every person in our church anyone yeah. listening uh, would be that we never just accept brokenness mm. yeah. that that's the rest of our life that that's our experience mm. that we'd mm. never settle for hopelessness mm. Mm. but that we would press into Jesus that our weakness, our brokenness, Mm. would cause us to need our Saviour more Mm. and need one another more. Uh, Not just talk to God, but to talk to one another and realise that actually our healing becomes someone else's healing. Yes, yes. Um, So yeah, this is really why we're doing this uh, podcast, isn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) A journey of healing and hope. Uh, And we know that it's a monumental one and uh, we're so glad that you've been on it with us. And we can't actually believe that next week is our final session for this series we've heard. Uh, So we invite you to talk through these things with those that you know and to get to know some new people so that you could have good conversations and join us next week. God bless you.
1: Thank you.